Welcome, everyone, to episode 43 of Down to Play. I'm your host, Dapper Tux, along with... Next Gen Player. For this special edition of the show, we'll be reviewing the PlayStation 5 exclusive, Ratchet & Clank, A Rift Apart. It's definitely the biggest game of the summer and potentially game of the year contender. Rift Apart is the 16th installment in the Ratchet & Clank series created by Insomniac Games. The game takes place following the events of both Ratchet & Clank Into the Nexus and Ratchet & Clank PS4. The story of the game follows Ratchet and Clank as they traverse across different worlds and multiple realities to stop their archenemy Dr. Nefarious, who is out to finally achieve his dream of ruling the universe. The game also introduces us to a new female Lombax named Rivet, who gets caught up in Ratchet and Clank's shenanigans. So next gen, what were your thoughts uh, so far on Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart? Well, I just want to begin this review by just giving a big thank you to Sony PlayStation. It's just like... You know, it's such an honor to get games early and review games. And the one thing I really like about Sony, they did this with Returnal and, you know, a bunch of other games that we played recently. They give out games so early. Like, a lot of publishers give out games the day before it comes out. Like, sometimes the day of. Sometimes you get two days before. Like, it's it's usually, yeah. like, right around the launch. But Sony gave us this game a long time ago. And we have just absolutely dug our claws into this game i have played so many hours of ratchet and clank ripped apart it is just incredible so yeah big thank you to sony for providing the early copies of the game um it even i i announced on, on twitter earlier today i actually had a chance to platinum the game so i am so excited i it, it's always like it's always exciting to platinum a game that's always a great feeling but when yeah. you can do it before the game releases you're like yes i i so, so yeah, I've like I've literally done everything in this game. I have explored these planets, you know, left, right, and center, up and down. I've dug through everything, and, and I, I've seen it all. So, the first thing I want to say about this game is that the SSD for the PlayStation Five is just redonkulous. Like it is <laughs> redonkulous. I, I, we've seen the trailers. Right, like we've all seen the trailers. We we've seen the like what is it like I don't know like half a second. It seems like it transitions between one planet to another, but when you actually see it in front of you, like on your 4K TV, and you're just you're seeing this world transition into another world, into it, it's just mind boggling. There is like I don't want to get into like too much of the story, but but there's like there's this one planet where you are basically like sort of on like a racetrack and i would say but every like three four seconds you hit a rift and you go into another world and you you go into like four or five worlds in a matter of a minute and it is crazy like it is it's absolutely seamless there's there's no loading there's no stopping it's just it's it's witchcraft for lack of a, a better understanding of all the tech behind it and a lot of people talked about this as they watched the trailers and just think it couldn't be pulled off but as someone who's played it firsthand witnessed it firsthand especially also too it was fearlessly done Within, again, no spoilers, but it was done within segments where you're just flying at like 100 miles an hour uh, rail grinding and then you just seamlessly just switch back and forth. And it's just it just happens in just such a such a quick manner. You really do feel like you're moving in between dimensions. There's nothing that pulls you. Uh, there, there's no limitation on this hardware right now that pulls you out of this experience whatsoever. No, no uh, drop frames while this is happening that I experienced. Uh, no loading screens. It's incredible. Yeah, and the thing is too is that when we say that you switch worlds, like you literally switch 
worlds. Like you, it's it's not like the the worlds are sort of like you know like different skins of each other or or like you know slightly different. We're talking about completely different. Like there's there's just one level where you're rail grinding and it's like it's a mining level and like you can hit switches that switch you to another dimension and you know the mining world is like very bright it's like almost looks like prehistoric dinosaurs th things like that but then you hit the switch and you go into this like sort of like dark purpley nightmarish world and it's just it, the, yeah. the whole the whole world's different like the whole it's, it's crazy that, that a world can load in half a second and and just be a part of the gameplay like it is just such a game changer. The scale at which it's done too is unbelievable. You'd think, okay, this is uh, this is a technique that's showcasing new tech, so they're going to keep it small, and uh, you're not going to have massive set pieces. There's set pieces in here just as big as God of War, where you're not going to again spoil it, but you're basically fighting city killers in terms of their massive scale, and still you can just you know come back and forth through these rifts, uh, 60 FPS ray traced, and it doesn't seem like the PS5 or, or any type of, you know, issues are going on within the engine that's making it skip a beat. It's just, it's just crazy to me. So you not only get that, but I mean, the, the writing's incredible. So you get these graphics, the incredible uh, use of the hardware. Oh, and let's again, not forget what we both love and have truly found super uh, next gen is the uh, use of the dual sense. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite parts very early on in the game, you walk into a nightclub and you can actually feel the, the bass of the speakers in in your hands as you're walking through this nightclub and i just i just loved it i just felt man like between the lights and everything that's going on i feel like i'm i'm, I'm in a club because of the way that the this controller is just uh, absolutely kicking out the the base and another really cool part is um one of the weapons uh allows you to freeze enemies into ice cubes. And when they're frozen in ice cubes, when you hit them to crack them, the high-pitched sound that the DualSense emits, so it's a sound as well as the feeling in your hands, it actually starts to hurt your hands. It's not, yeah. you know... <laughs> anything way out there but it feels like hitting an actual hammer with ice like it's not something that that you want to do but uh it's it's just so cool how they've they've used again the dual sense and the playstation 5 hardware so masterfully like it's it's magic for, for lack of a better word well i have to say this is the second time this gen that i felt like i've actually played a next gen game the first one is demon souls like i played that Back when the playstation 5 launched and i thought you know just from a graphical perspective that game just looked next gen it just like there's just no way that demon souls could have run on a on a ps4 right yeah. um ratchet and clank is is it's one of those games it's i i always wait for these moments it i i had this moment when i played Killzone shadowfall i i had this moment when i played super mario world on my super nes like i i you know, when I played, at, what was it like? Uh, you know, Battle Arena Tushin in uh, on my PS One. Like, there's always a there's always a moment where you're like, okay, this is like we're now in the next gen. Like this, yeah. This is this is just you know leaps and bounds beyond what I played before. And I would say like obviously the SSD is a, is a major part of that, but also yeah, the Dual Sense for sure also you know makes you feel like you're the next gen. But for me, the biggest thing in this game is just the graphics. They are, I, it's it's stunning. Like it is just absolutely oh. mind blowing. The thing is, like, I, I don't want to like. I'm not gonna like you know 
dog this game too much, but everyone was was talking about like how Cyberpunk was supposed to be like you know the the most populated, the most alive world that we've ever seen. But no, you know what? Ratchet and Clank is is that there the when when you first drop into a planet and they they usually you fly in on your spaceship and they they show you like this nice like panoramic like cinematic view of the entire planet. It is incredible the amount of detail like the just the amount of things that you see the 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 um um like the depths like there's no draw distance like you can see little people far off like seemingly kilometers away from where you start like it's it's just so incredible how much detail is in this game and, and even from a graphical perspective for sure like it i'm still trying to figure out which game i think looks better overall i think it's probably just a, a mix of the both because demon souls it has a very different aesthetic it's all it's like obviously super dark and 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 medieval and there's like you know really cool bosses that look you know cooler than maybe some of the bosses in ratchet and clank but just from like the, the amount of of stuff in in these worlds nothing beats ratchet and clank that i've seen like it's it is yeah. so alive and it, and thank goodness that for the very first time in the series they included a photo mode uh for me personally i was just spending so much time i eventually just had to say to myself okay i gotta put the camera away or i'm not gonna finish the game but there were instances where during big gun battles there was massive flashes of light i'm like okay i've got to stop this i've got to take a picture of it and if i zoomed in on ratchet or clanks either eyes or or body i would catch the reflections from that gun battle happening that very second i could see the reflection in surfaces around me i could see the reflection of what was happening in other characters eyes i don't want to provide spoilers here but anyways there's a later section that takes place a little bit uh we'll say in a, in a subterranean h2o manner i guess for lack of for lack of a better word of being able to like just not totally spoil a biome but anyways there was one door i came up to open and i realized that as i moved the entire reflection of everything around me was happening i just had to move back and forth a little bit and record it on my ps5 i'll go ahead and share that on uh at dapper tux uh dapper underscore tux uh my twitter account when the when the time is right and uh uh, I'm allowed to, but it was just incredible to just be able to stop at any moment and just pick up on those details. Even the animations of the characters and there's certain uh, guns like the ricochet, like, oh, now we're getting into the weapons, like the weapons in and themselves are just some of the coolest things I've ever, ever experienced in a video game with all the interesting little side effects or all the interesting little effects you can use. But uh, even the ricochet, like it's a, a gun that you shoot, the bullet hits the enemy, it winds back and almost like in a Bugs Bunny uh, or a Looney Tunes cartoon, the bullet comes back and whacks the enemy over the head. Like and every time it hits the enemy, their body contorts in a different way. So it's <laughs> it's it's like you're playing, yeah. you know, a slapstick cartoon. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Well, you actually mentioned a little bit earlier about the cinematic aspects of this game. And, and that's one thing that, that really impressed me. Like I played all the Ratchet and Clank games. And even the, the Ratchet and Clank on PS4 was nowhere near as cinematic as this game. This is the thing that I like about PlayStation Studios. I, I really do think that PlayStation Studios, they sort of have like this internal thing where they, they want to compete with each other. Like they're all friends, right? They all love each other. They're all friends. But they all like, they all learn from each other, right? They learn from each yeah. other and they, and they want to outdo each other. And there are moments in Ratchet and Clank that feels like it's pulled straight out of God of War or Uncharted. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. Like, like over the top cinematics sequences. I wish I I want to get into it because I don't want to spoil it. 
but it's just like it's just like so over the top and it's you're not used to that with a ratchet and clank game like you're just not like you're used to like maybe a you know quick little uh little cut scenes here and there but i'm yeah. talking about like real time real time cutscenes. and and not only that the cutscene it just transitions so flawlessly the transition is so flawless that you're just like you're holding the controller for a second you're like oh my god i'm playing because <laughs> you're just like that's how good this looks because you're just like okay this is a pre-baked cutscene. i'm not really playing and then you realize oh my goodness this is this is gameplay uh because you're right you'll you'll have we can't get too far into it but uh a lot of the rail grinding sections you'll have again uh, almost like a, a pan out you'll see the whole environment the camera will pan in on your character you know rail sliding into you know this this massive super detailed environment and then it, it kind of comes over the sh over your shoulder and the only reason that you'll realize that hey the cutscene's over is because the hud will appear again and i i haven't had that before but you're, you're totally right next gen with the that whole like i don't know playstation studios has it you're right there's this no one else does it this well where you have this transition or this this cinematic experience with such high quality such high production levels you're like oh man i i'm still i'm still in a cutscene or or i feel like i'm actually playing through through a movie it's here and, and insomniac is uh, has nailed it and and just while i'm on the topic real quick with the uh, the actual rail, uh, like being on rails or rail gliding around levels. There's some huge, huge influences from Sunset Overdrive here, and I absolutely love it. I love the fact that the zaniness of the weapons, the animations, Ratchet and Clank's always been over the top, but I just feel like all of the studio's experiences have, have led to the culmination and, and, and the release of this game. From the experience of the open world, uh, 60 FPS gliding around as Miles Morales with uh, with Spider-Man. Turn the clock back a bit with Sunset Overdrive, and you look at how you know uh, the overtop in your face gameplay there. The influences in this game as well too. Um, all the other Ratchet and Clanks. It just all all comes together beautifully with you know how 25 plus years I think that Insomniac Games has been in, in existence for, and then all of that comes together, and you have Rift Apart, which is just stunning. <laughs> You mentioned the the weapons too, and man, I just like I have to echo your set sentiments there. The weapons in this game are just so over the top. I mean, again, like you were saying, you know, Ratchet and Clank is known for really cool weapons, but there's just so many good ones in this one. There, I think my favorite is the what is it like the topiary sprinkler? That's the one that yeah. it actually it it literally like sprinkles water on enemies and it turns them into plants. <laughs> It's just so, <laughs> it's so, so fun. And like when they get turned into plants, then they take extra damage for whatever weapon you switch to and shoot them with. But I also like too, there, there's like some really funny ones. Like there's one called the Apocalypse Glove where you, you shoot out like almost like mini little Zircons or like little dogs. And they, they, yeah. they, yeah. they jump around and they chase you and they like follow you around. And they are like so vicious. Like it's, you can shoot something like eight or 10 of them at a time. Right. So you can like have this whole army of mini little zircons that go around. And then some of them too, like there's actually one, um, what is it called? It's, it's the, oh, it's called the Bombardier. And it's, it's one where you shoot out basically like flying drones that shoot out like mini cluster bombs at, at enemies. Right. But the, the thing is, is that, these drones like almost have a life of their own, right? They just sort of like fly around and they just kind of shoot who they want to shoot. And that's, that's the thing I like about this game. It's like, you can, you can shoot the Bombardiers and you can shoot out the apocalypse gloves, like little mini Zircons. And you have like 
suddenly you've got like half a dozen or a dozen teammates that are all they all have a mind, a mind of their own that are going out there and just killing enemies and then you can switch to another weapon and just start shooting yourself too so you you it's just like it's so funny it's so over the top it, you're just you're laughing you're having fun it's funny too that you're mentioning the weapons. I I don't think I've had so many weapons with so much attitude since like Borderlands. And even you've got weapons like the uh, the Mister Fungal that will oh, <laughs> when yeah. you deploy it, the little mushrooms that float around, they deliver one liners the whole time. We're gonna have so much fun, and then they they pop out and they shoot their own projectiles. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I I would say my favorite weapon has to be the Black Hole Storm. It's the Gatling gun, and it's for a couple of reasons. Number one, when you're just if you plant and you start to shoot that weapon. It just the way that it bounce the when you're holding down the actual shoulder button the way that it that that it clicks it's like a Gatling gun clicking it's insane it goes just goes tick 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 and you're just standing there and all the projectiles are falling down like the little spent canisters and piling up at Ratchet's feet it's just the coolest like and and as you upgrade that weapon the canisters that are spent are different colors and it's just insane in photo mode you got to try this where like if you're unleashing with that weapon you can see ratchet's facial expression change and the the actual bloom of all these like little uh flying off shells he just like he looks like i don't know ratchet and clank schwarzenegger's revenge he looks like an 80s action hero which is just just so cool like i said i got the platinum for this game and and there are spy bots that you can find that are hidden around i think there's 10 of them that you have to get in total um, that are hidden around the planets, and then once you get all of them, you can actually trade them in for the Rhino. And Insomniac was actually tweeting about the Rhino today, about basically it's a gun that shoots open a rift, and then something will come through that rift and and attack the enemies. And it it is like absolutely bananas. Like it is insane. <laughs> like it just like we were talking about, you know, how crazy it is that that you can you know switch between worlds. And a fraction of a second well once you have this gun like you can now start creating your own portals anywhere anytime and you know i i've yet to see i think the insomniac was tweeting about like uncharted and and sly cooper so i've yet to see sly sly cooper come through one of those portals or nathan drake come through the portals but i'm hoping eventually that would be really cool maybe some yeah. dlc where that happens but that weapon is just nuts like it is so powerful and just so fun and funny and you just talk about the technical prowess there i just think that with all the things going on uh any any mere mortal uh game development studio i don't know if they could pull that off like that's that's a technical feat that i think would bring any game just just to its knees when you're talking about 60 fps ray tracing uh you know with with these insanely high uh resolutions getting all the way up to 4k all the stuff moving on in the background, all the things, you know, being able to shift between dimensions and then pull, pull these massive objects in as well, too. It's just, yeah, it, it has to be played to be believed. That's my that's my new moniker with this game. You know, <laughs> if you're if you're if you're if you're in doubt of the the power in the console, if you're in doubt of uh, what Sony has done with these first party party studios, just play this game. This game is just like the the mic drop of, of all time when it comes to, you know, oh, is the PlayStation 5 a next gen console? play Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh, well, can it can it handle, uh, you know, uh, all these effects and 4K, uh, 60 FPS, ray tracing? Just play Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> that's that's just what, I, what I'm going to keep going back to. But uh, but yeah, it's what a stunning experience. And I just, it, more 
games more with this game than any other i would just sit there and i would just be sometimes in a pause screen and i just be like i can't believe that just happened i can't believe this is a video game like i, I we talk about oh you know this game looks like pixar on screen they've done such a good job but but this is it this is pixar on screen it looks like an unreal tech demo like i can't believe um so early in the playstation 5's uh hardware cycle we have a game like this already to point to Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, it's it's just incredible to to have this experience already in our hands. One thing that we definitely have to mention in this review is Rivet. Rivet is so good. Of course, we're not going to talk too much about Rivet because we don't want to spoil yeah. anything. But uh, I I will admit I am a Rivet stan. Yeah. <laughs> like I I I'm I'm in love with Rivet. Rivet is so good. She's so funny. She's so clever. She's so brave. Like she she is. The counterpart to Ratchet in in every way, and they make such a cute, awkward <laughs> team. <laughs> I don't know. Why. It's just oh, like after this, it's kind of like you know how sometimes when you meet somebody and you just like you hit it off like so well right away, you, you kind of feel like you've been friends forever. Yeah, right. That's that's the, the the feeling I had with Rivet. Right, like after playing this game, I'm like. I feel like I've known Rivet for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I met Rivet like two weeks ago when we started playing this game. And they they did a they did a good job too, like fleshing out more of her backstory. A lot of the, the the backstory explanation, I won't get into it again, no spoilers, but it came like later in the game. But it was just done in such a, a cool way uh that it, it, it didn't seem out of place when they started because it's such a high tempo game. As you start to try to retell one of the characters' stories or tell a slower aspect of a character's backstory. They just found a masterful way to kind of to fit it in. I won't I won't sort of spoil how they do it, but it was just what a what a great great way to uh, slow things down a bit, tell a bit of the story, and even create a better connection between the player and Rivet. Yeah, I mean it, it's pretty much at the point now that now that I've completed the game, I would be totally open to having a full game with Rivet. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's hundred percent. It's I I almost don't want her to be in the next ratchet and clank i i wanted to be almost like miles morales you know what i mean like my yeah miles made made a you know a cameo in the first spider-man game and then he got his full game his full um that came out at the launch of the, the playstation 5 that's what i want for rivet like if if they announce rivet <laughs> you know rivet <laughs> one coming out in in like three years from now i would be so down for that she's just such she's adorable she's lovable she's just the best yeah and there's there's and there's other characters connected to her. I don't want to mention them here, but the way that their backstory connects to hers, your mind will be blown. Um, but yeah, if, if you're if you're skeptical about Rivet, don't be, and and just just wait for the whole game to play out. And uh, just just the way that she's combined in certain mis missions with Clank, the way they get to kind of move through certain aspects solo. I, again, I don't want to get into too many details, but it's just so well done because you go back and forth between the characters. And, uh, and and then you know it just kind of leads to this grand grand finale where they play off of each other. Ah, mwah, chef's kiss. Super well done. <laughs> Super well done, especially for a brand new uh, character uh, to the series. So uh, next gen, we've we've talked about the weapons, we've talked about the graphics, we've talked about the uh, the black magic that is uh, <laughs> the SSD. Uh, what other bases sort of do we have to cover here with uh, with Rift Apart um, before we get into the things we kind of didn't like which are which are few and far between i think for me but i don't know how, how you're feeling there's one thing that i do actually want to mention but i think i'll mention it after we we talk about the things that we don't like with the game i think i'll just leave it 
that's sort of like a little teaser at the end of the review. But um, yeah, I guess that the only really, really, uh, you know, big thing that I want to mention is people have been asking me how long is the game. I, as far as I can see, it, I didn't actually time my myself, but I think it was probably around like fifteen hours, somewhere yeah. around there, like twelve to fifteen hours, somewhere around there. The the platinum took me maybe another four or five hours. So you can platinum this game in twenty hours or less. It just you can actually platinum the game in one run. So in order to do that, you just have to be like really, really thorough in terms of like, you know, exploring. And I have to say about the game's length that sometimes people just think they're going to pick up a game and they're going to play it for like a hundred hours. And then that's going to be worth their time. But with what's going on here, technically, if it were half the time that it was like half that 15 hours, I think they could have gotten away with that, but they didn't. There was times where I thought, oh, okay, I think I'm getting really close to the end of the game. And then there was, I want to say, three other planets to go. <laughs> like, I, I I, went in trying to know as few details as possible. So I didn't know how many planets uh, Ratchet and Rivet were going to explore. It's a meaty game. And as you're mentioning right now, Next Gen, with all the collectibles and things like that, and uh, at the end of the game, you do unlock a challenge mode to go back as well, too. I do like how they handle the end game. You do get an option where, as far as I can see with trophies, I don't think there's anything missable, which I always love i hate that when you go through a whole game and it's like well you forgot to shake this guy's uh hand before checkpoint number one therefore you can no longer get this trophy you got to replay the whole thing all over again i i don't so far i don't see anything like that anything extremely missable but uh, i don't know if you run into anything next gen but yeah the, the length of the game for me it hit the sweet spot i don't know if you felt the same way yeah totally i mean the thing is it, it, i think it's a little bit longer than some of the previous ratchet and clank games um yeah the, those games are not really known to be long i think i you know i think i can run through the playstation 4 or ratchet and clank in something like five hours now right i can just kind of like speed speed run through the, the game um but um but this is just like it's it's a game that you're just supposed to enjoy like it's you're not supposed to be playing it for 100 hours you're supposed to be like i, I played it for 15 hours there is the the challenge mode of course i did it again like i've already beat the game twice i'm on my third run around now there's multiple different difficulty settings. Um, it's just a really enjoyable game. So like, even just like you know, I'm doing this right now with Returnal. Like I've, I've pretty much almost I've got two trophy, two trophies left uh, before the platinum for Returnal. But I just play the game for fun because it's just yeah. it's just so fun, right? And Ratchet and Clank is the same way, right? So even though I platinum the game, I'm still going back and I'm I'm playing it again. Um, and it's just yeah, like it's it's a it's a really fun, enjoyable platforming game and what's crazy too in light of you know full disclosure and understanding so we're we're gushing about the graphics and the way that they are but we also still uh just again in the interest of full transparency there still is a performance mode and performance rt mode which is going to be patched in that we haven't gotten our hands on yet so just think about that for a second where i think we're both in agreement here that this is probably one of the best looking games either of us has ever played and it's only going to get better with a day one patch that's coming when the game uh, releases. So <laughs> it just, yeah. it, it, blo it blows my mind. I, I was, uh, uh, we, we were notified uh, about this just as we were, as we were, we were reviewing the game, but uh, it's, it's only going to get better. It's only going to be even more optimized uh, in terms of performance mode and performance RT mode. So we just want to give the developers there a fair shake. I mean, <laughs> the fact that they, what, what I was playing on, on my TV, you know, in four, 4k uh, 60 fps with with ray tracing all these bells and whistles it's apparently just gonna look better <laughs> come release day so i mean 
10 out of 10, 5 out of 5, whatever you want to give this for the for the graphics, it's it's absolutely uh, stellar, A plus plus. But uh, we're not we're not quite there with the with the grading yet. But I just wanted to mention that before uh, before we we did forget. Uh, but next gen, uh, do you want to move on to some of the uh, the things we didn't like about the game? I, I guess I'll let I'm going to let you take this one because it's not an easy one. So <laughs> I'll give it to you first. Uh, what, what's uh, what's what's some of the downsides of Rift Apart, or some of the things that you felt could have used a little bit more uh, a little bit more time in the kitchen to cook? So there's two things I'm going to mention. The, the first is that I had twice when I was playing the game Hard Crash. So it's it's a little bit buggy. A little bit, little, 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 little bit. Um, in terms of like you know the the frame rates, there's no slowdowns, there's nothing like that. It's 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 literally just a couple of times. Actually, two times I I had a hard crash, and then I would say maybe about two or three times during my my two times I beat the game, I would get stuck in a wall or something, or just get stuck somewhere and not not be able to get back. Um, so then you can actually just reset the checkpoint. The good thing with this game is that the checkpoints are like very frequent. So every time that I hit the checkpoint reset, I would go back like maybe 30 seconds or, or a minute. So yeah, so like it's, it's, I think there's just so much going on with this game. <laughs> that, oh yeah. You know, like I, I'm, I can forgive a few technical, um, you know, little, little like bugs here and there. But the thing is too, is like, again, we're playing the game before the, it releases, there's going to be day one patches, there's going to be post-launch patches and all that stuff. So I would expect that probably most or all this is going to be ironed out by the time the game launches, which is good. Um, the other thing that I didn't really like in this game, and this is sort of like, it's kind of my same gripe that I had with Ratchet and Clank on PS4, is that Insomniac likes to have like, a bunch of different gameplay styles in their games like you mentioned about there's platforming there's rail grinding there's, there's all that but there's also flying and in this game you ride this like it's a flying dragon called trudy and i just found <laughs> that it it's i don't know insomniac just hasn't mastered flying <laughs> it's not it's not that that the flying is horrible uh you know i i'd probably like you know, I'd probably like equate it to maybe something like a Panzer Dragoon or something like that. But, but I mean, like it cut, like it, it really does feel like the flying mechanics in this game are from a prior gen, right? Like I, I feel like I'm playing maybe like a PS3 or a PS4. I'm just talking strictly from a gameplay perspective, like the controls. Oh, see, thing. so actually, I was coming from a different perspective. I didn't mind uh, the the flying sequences at all. I found it was a little bit cumbersome, but the one thing that uh, was driving me bananas was when you would move into the glitch sequences where you became the little spider bot. I, I wasn't a big fan of those. I, I That was a big, like, I wish they were almost skippable. Um, but I, I appreciate what they were trying to do with the um, addition of adding some different uh, gameplay modes in. There's also a point where you get to play as uh, as Clank and you get to move those orbs around the map. I, I enjoyed that type of puzzle solving and... And, and overall, like, you know, uh, maze-based ideas on, 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 you know, unlocking things. But the, the, the glitch, it also reminded me, Watch Dogs had something kind of similar too, where you could be like this spider sort of mine and, and move around. And it just, it just instantly, it really turned me off. Also to the character voice, wasn't a huge fan of. Uh, I, I didn't mind the flying sequences so much, but for me, that, that would be, it's not a big drawback either. Like, I mean, they were trying something new and different, and I think other people will like it it just wasn't personally my cup of tea yeah i see where you're coming from i i th those i don't think i didn't really dislike 
those segments, but they weren't exactly super fun. <laughs> like they're they were kind of just yeah. like, all right, like let's I'll just do it because I'm supposed to, and then you know, like I I I'm only doing it so I can just get back to Ratchet. Exactly, exactly. That that's how I felt too. Yeah, I was just like, man, I can't wait to get through this section of you know being this little spider bot type thing that's you know trying to hunt down viruses and just get back to like the you know the cherry on top of the sunday which is basically <laughs> the, the rest of the entire game whether you're playing as rivet or whether you're playing as uh, ratchet and clank but uh yeah absolutely stunning uh next gen i think uh i think i'm ready to score this i don't know if you are as i was playing it i mean holy smokes the first like 10 minutes of the game uh, almost had the had the score dropped in my mind with what I was seeing, but uh, next gen, how would you score a Ratchet and Clank a Rift Apart? I would give this game a, a nine and a half out of ten. Oh it's, wow, it's super high and it, it it almost deserves a ten. It's so close, but just because of what I mentioned, like you know the flying elements, there's a few of them in the game, and and you know the the odd glitches here and there, um, kind of took away a little bit from the overall experience, but just you know like a little smidgen <laughs> it's it's really like it's it's as good as you would want it to be and, and even better so nine and a half out of ten for me i'm right there too uh, 9.5 out of 10 uh, although you know i did mention the drawbacks with just um the sections where you do have to fight viruses within it probably doesn't sound listening on a podcast it kind of sounds kind of odd about what i'm talking about when you play it you might love it you might dislike it uh, but I, I did find that that just just again, like you said before, just took away a, a smidgen of of the enjoyment of the game, broke up the pacing a little bit too much. But man, everything else this game has going for it, it has the deep DNA of a Ratchet and Clank game with humorous scripting, zany characters and weapons. Um, it's just it's it's something that if you want to understand what next gen home console gaming is all about, pick up a PS5, you play this game. That's it. Done. Done. <laughs> done, done decision. A money back game. Guarantee. I don't think we can do that on this podcast, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, no money back guarantee, but you're going to love Ratchet and Clank, uh, a rift apart. Uh, next thing, do you have anything else to add? I've got, I've got one last thing that I want to mention just really quickly. It's it's a little bit, I would say it's a little teeny weeny tiniest little spoiler, but not really. <laughs> I've been exploding in my mind for weeks and I, I have to get this out. I have to tell you, I have to tell everybody because I cannot believe it. But there is a sunset overdrive little tiny easter egg in this game and it 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 is no so way. i'm so happy because i love sunset overdrive insomniac was teasing it today on twitter but we know that sony acquired the ip for sunset overdrive uh, a few months ago but the fact that this is actually in a sony game means that sony has you know 100% completed the acquisition of this IP, it is now 100% a PlayStation property. Sunset Overdrive has appeared in a PlayStation game, and I need, my body needs some more unset or Sunset Overdrive. So please, <laughs> I don't care if it's if it's like a, a remaster, a remake of the original if Sunset Overdrive 2, I don't care what it is, I want to play more of that franchise. Man, well, we're basically in the E3 slash uh, Summer Game Fest home stretch here. Could you imagine they drop the game, have these little teasers, and then, uh, you know, about a week later, they drop at E3 or Summer Game Fest that oh, <laughs> Sunset Overdrive is coming to the PS5. Oh, on that insane note, I'm going to I'm gonna call it game over for this episode. I'm Dapper Tux. And I'm Next Gen Player. 
be sure to follow us at Down to Play Cast, our official podcast Twitter account. You can also find us on our Twitter and Instagram accounts, Dapper underscore Tux and at NextGenPlayer. For more gaming news, check out our websites, DapperTux.com and NextGenPlayer.com. We are always down to play. Down to play.